0: Welcome to Eagles Nest Forum with Dr. Beechard Moorfield, an internationally known expert on biblically-based leadership and minister-to-ministers who will share thoughts from the Word of God on successful living. Now, let's join Dr. Moorfield for today's message.
1: We thank you that you have said in your Word that you would restore to us everything that the enemy has stolen. So to that end, I thank you for this night that the Word of God will build faith and that faith will receive restoration of all things and that together we shall walk in the light of God's Word as a body of Christ. And for that I thank you and I say thank you that your Word is true, that Holy Ghost is present, that God is exalted and that Jesus Christ is Lord. In the name of Jesus we say amen. Amen. God is good, amen. Amen. Brother Donna, Little John. Uh yes, sir, I believe so.
2: say. how can she get tonight
1: we If she goes to uh, beach or Moorefield. B-E-E-C-H-A-R-D Moorfield. Let's, let's just go to my Facebook page.
2: Oh, yes,
1: yeah, not on Eagles Nest. It's on Beechard Moorfield. Hallelujah. Isn't it great when people call to find out how to get a... B-E-E-C-H-A-R-D B-E-E 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 C H A R D
2: C H A R D
1: Last name in Morfield. M O O R E F I E L <laughs> D. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, I'll take that kind of an interruption at the beginning anytime, won't you? Amen. Praise God. Well, Clinton, you had a question for me the other night, and I, I thought it would be a good question for everybody to hear. Oh. I had a
2: friend uh, asked me if I can answer so I asked Dr. Moffitt about it. And what he was asking me, he was that if he did a have that comes home like on 4 o'clock in the morning and uh, Mike Murdoch and all them boys be on that different one, I seen him for uh, the night and mm-hmm. an uh, African
1: preacher
2: from uh, Nigeria. Okay. He, but anyway, he asked me, he said, uh, Clinton, he said, uh, and he thought the crap." He said, don't damage get you. up and, and preach and say, they preach about 10, 15, 20 minutes, but then the next 45 minutes or hour yeah. they yeah. preach about sowing a seed. And he said, you yeah, know, I didn't oh. have that kind of money <laughs> that <laughs> they asking And he was asking the question, well, if, if, if I don't have the money to sow seed, why I can't get the blessing? And, you know, he, and he went, I guess he was saying that he have not been paying for a blessing. I guess it would be fine. So, and I know I can't answer the
1: question,
2: mm-hmm. so I asked Dr. Moorefield about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Brother Frank, if you look up the line seed for the sower, look, up, tell me what scripture reference that is. I think it's in Corinthians. Oh, yeah. I think it's first Corinthians. Maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, but it's in, uh, either 1st or 2nd Corinthians, but I'll answer the question and I'll give you the Scripture reference. Uh, it, it is sad, but it's true that uh, a, a lot of people seem to focus on getting seed sown into their ministry more than on having the seed sown in the hearts of people. So they give less time to the sowing into the hearts of people and more time to sowing, getting getting seeds sown into their ministry or whatever they have going. That's sad, but the truth is this: God does want His people to sow, because that is the means by which He has given us to prosper. Uh, the different kinds of sowing, we're not going to go into that, but I'm, that is the means. Giving is the means to receiving, and I've said this before. I'll say it again here at Christmas time. You should never give anything without an expectation to receive back from that seed multiplied. Never. Anything. Christmas presents, birthday presents. If I give to somebody, I'm expecting a return. Not from the person I gave it to. That's not the way this works. But when I sow seed, I expect something to grow out of it. I expect the harvest. Okay? And the Bible tells us how that harvest will come. If I sow seed into your life, God will see to it that other men that already have seed will pay me, will, will see that I receive back. It's not a payback, it's but God will see that I receive the, the harvest from that sowing. Now uh 2 Corinthians 9, right? 2 Corinthians 9. Look at 2 Corinthians 9. Thank you, Brother Frank, for looking it up for me. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians nine. I'm gonna start in verse six. Listen closely. I'm gonna read down through verse uh verse ten. Listen, listen closely. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth the cheerful giver. Now again, I want to remind you here, in the Greek language that says the cheerful giver loves God. That line, God loveth the cheerful giver, is used by many ministers today when they get ready to receive the offering. But that line alone implies that God does not love the person who does not give cheerfully. I just, it implies it. it doesn't say it, but it implies it. If all I say to you is, God loves a cheerful giver, what does that naturally say if we do the inversion of that? God does not love the uncheerful giver. Okay? But what this language, what this says in the Greek is the cheerful giver loves God. See, the point is this God loves the sinner. He loves everybody. He doesn't hate anybody, but he does hate sin. All right? Well, I take that back. There are some things, there are some people that God hates. I know that may shock you. He that soweth discord among the brethren, God hates him. Okay, now, let me continue reading, going to verse, uh, seven, uh, verse 7, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all, uh, sufficient, all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. As it is written, He hath dispersed abroad, He hath given to the poor, His righteousness remaineth forever. Listen closely to this verse. Verse 10, 2 Corinthians 9. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower both ministereth bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Uh, the first uh, eight words of that verse stand out to this question. He that ministereth seed to the sower we've already read the verse, not according to what a man has, but as he purposes in his heart. Remember that? Okay. Your giving is not based on how much you have. It's based on what you're willing to give. Give and it shall be given unto you, the Bible says, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall it be measured unto you for with the same measure that you meet, not with the nickel or the penny or the dime or the dollar that you give, but with the measure by which you give it. If all I have is a nickel to give, but I give it with my whole heart, you can't beat that measure. God will see to it that men give back to me good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over out of their Whole heart. If one man gave me back, good measure pressed down shaking together and running over out of his whole heart, then I would receive an abundance more than I gave. But if men do that. And so this is a message to the people like you just mentioned, Buck Clinton. They, they want to give but they just don't believe they have enough to give. My friend, Don't count your pennies short just because somebody said write a check for a thousand. Because your penny will recoup, will cause you to harvest more than the man who gave a thousand because he felt obligated. Now that is a word from God for you. If all you have is a penny to give, but you give it with your whole heart, you will receive more in return for that penny than the man who gave a $1,000 because he felt obligated to give. Because if you feel obligated to give, you're not giving. If you feel obligated to give, You're acting under a burden of, literally, condemnation. Think about it. Why would you feel obligated to give somebody something? Now here's the... We'll get to where we're going tonight. Why would you feel obligated to give somebody something? And the answer is you should not. You should not. Yeah. We We should never feel obligated to give to anybody. This this is uh, uh, this is something that I've I've talked with sharing about it, and I've had a discussion over meals with folks a couple times with this. Uh, somebody told me once, "Well, you know, it's it's our turn." And this hadn't wasn't that too long ago when somebody said this to me: "It's our turn to give. It's our turn to buy." And I said, "No, it's not your turn. We don't take turns in the kingdom of God." Why? Huh? Well, you bought it the last time, or I I didn't get a chance to... No, 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 no. You see, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. If you're giving because you're obligated to give me, you owe me something. And the Bible says, owe nobody anything but to love them. And here's another thing. If I buy something and give it to you, your lunch... Whatever? It's a gift. It is not a loan that demands a payback. Okay? Don't rob me of my payback by thinking you gotta pay me back. I've given because I wanted to give. I don't want back one payment. I want a good measure, pressed down, shaking the other, running over. See, that's what that's what changed my attitude about giving. Is finding out what God said about it. And that should that should be doubly so for each of us here in this Christmas season. Did you know most people do most of their giving around Christmas? Oh, they may give to a wedding for a you know, spouse for a wedding anniversary. They may give to friends occasionally. They may give to their to their children. And uh, is this this thing is not working again?
0: To correspond with Dr. Moorfield, you may contact him on his website at eaglesnestforum.com or join him on Facebook at facebook.com slash eaglesnestforum. And be sure to subscribe to the Eagles Nest Forum YouTube page at youtube.com slash at sign eaglesnestforum. Join us again next time for another inspiring message by Dr. Beecher Moorfield.